0: in to the show near-death experience and uh, with me today i have an amazing young lady and her name is pamela and she's from illinois and she's going to tell tell us her story her experience she had with um near-death experience so pamela how are you today
1: i'm good today
0: you're good and and it's raining where you are lucky you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, we're not
1: feeling so lucky right now
0: <laughs> Well, since i'm out west we could really use it
1: I, I wish i could but
0: um you had you experienced something very um extraordinary and almost very scary too as i yes. read your story and uh i'm you know was nervous for you when i was reading it i thought oh please but to be choked and not be able to breathe is very, very hard. I mean, that's like a nightmare, um, yes. in itself. So, do you want to start off by telling a little bit about your experience and, uh, and oh, another thing, did it just happen just this past May? Yes. It was May nineteenth.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um i I don't have a calendar here in front of me, but it wound up being that Thursday. I'm kind of thinking that the 19th was on a Wednesday, Mm -hmm. maybe. And that's the day I was admitted into the hospital because of an allergic reaction. And Mm -hmm. uh, my airway was being closed off um, because of the reaction. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was admitted into the hospital. My sister did call 911, and they got to me fast enough. And uh, the next day they had came in and told me that I had a bladder infection and that they were going to give me an antibiotic through an IV. Mm -hmm. But they wound up giving me three different things. They didn't tell me what the other two things were. They told me at the time that I don't remember what they were or what they were for, Mm -hmm. but I do remember the antibiotic. And they did tell me later that it was the antibiotic that I had a reaction to. my sister had brought me in something to eat from home, and I had just got done eating a, a little bit of it. And I, had, I was telling her that I was done, and immediately um, it, my throat started closing off again. I, I knew at that point that it wasn't the food that she brought because I, I have a very small list of food that I can eat, and she knew exactly how to prepare it so i didn't know what it was but i got her to understand same as yesterday Mm -hmm. and that's what she said back to me she said same as yesterday and i shook my head yes she went out into the hall and luckily there was uh, a doctor and his team right outside the hall Mm -hmm. and she she told them my sister can't breathe my sister can't breathe and um at this point i wasn't I don't think I was getting any air in where the day before I could barely suck air in. Mm-hmm. So um, he, the doctors got in there very quickly and um, I motioned for them to give me something to write with because the doctor was wanting to ask me questions. And every time I tried to speak, um, it got worse. And I, I told them that very quickly in writing. And I don't remember laying back in the bed at this point But I, from what I understand from my sister, that is what happened immediately. Either I laid down or something. And um, uh, there was, she said that they had called Code Blue. Um, They had hollered down the hall, Code Blue. And immediately there was a lot of people in the room. And um, I felt my husband who had passed away on February 3rd of this year from COVID pneumonia. I felt him at the bottom left side of my bed, but I spoke to the, uh, I I don't know, person, spirit. If it was God, I just said to the right bottom side of my bed, God, please keep me here. And then, And this is through my mind. And Uh then to the left bottom side of my bed, I had said, roger i can't go with you, you did? i didn't see anybody there i felt the presence of them there uh-huh. and um immediately as i remember as soon as i had said that through my mind i was raised up to the ceiling um i i didn't have to turn over or anything to see everything but i saw the top of everybody's heads and later that actually the next morning i was thinking back on it and i counted how many people were in there mm-hmm. and there was 19 people in there not including myself okay there was uh, my nurse from that floor mm-hmm. excuse me um working on the left side of my body uh-huh. um, there was another there was a woman there right next to her um, and there was the doctors that were giving orders. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out later that the woman that was working next to my nurse is over ICU. Uh, all of the nurses in ICU. Mm-hmm. Um, and over into the corner where my sister was sitting, I could see two uh, people: a woman and a man. The woman had red hair, um, and they were talking to my sister. And um, um immediately i went right back into my body oh i before i went back in i noticed the position that my body was in i was a little crooked in the bed um they had taken the sheet off of me so i just had the hospital gown on me Uh and the left side of me was unpinned or unsnapped and pulled down part of the way Uh and um right after that i went right back into my body and you didn't see
0: anybody you didn't you didn't see anybody or you didn't even
1: see your husband no i never saw him but i i felt a very strong presence there i i knew my husband was right there with me um my mom and dad had passed too and later i thought i wonder you know why i didn't feel their presence but i didn't i just felt my husband's and uh he he was always like at my feet Mm -hmm. um i remember them talking about intubating me and someone had put their hand on my on my chest there was a man that stood on the right side of my body Mm -hmm. and he put his hand on my chest and he was shaking a little bit saying my name and the nurse from icu wanted me to open my eyes and my eyes were just so heavy I, I got them open a little bit mm-hmm. and I shut them again because I just couldn't keep them open. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were talking about intubating me and they said, they said, no, let's wait. And um, immediately I was taken to ICU. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, they, I remember them talking about um, uh, giving me an epinef- epinephrine push and then uh, i think they called a, a dirty epinephrine or something like that which i know now from talking to the nurses i think that means that there's also the steroid that they were giving me to help me through my weakness that it was also in there
0: wow did they tell you that you died for like a minute or two
1: no they they never did um but when i told them i went to the ceiling I didn't seem to get any surprise looks, uh-huh. you know. Um, I, I did you know, go to ICU and I was kept there for 24 hours. Um, the doctor that actually wound up being called in by my sister, he's the one that took over my case. And um, so he's really the only one that I talked to from that point on in, in way of doctors. Uh-huh. Um, the next day they did let me. Um, go back to that floor. Mm-hmm. And the first person that came in she was that nurse uh, with the red hair that was talking to my sister. And I said, You were in my room yesterday talking to my sister. And she said, Yes, I was talking to your sister. And she said that she named another person. She said, The other, I think she said, Tyler mm-hmm. was also talking to her. And I said, I knew there was a woman and a man over there talking to her. Um, I said, I know there was 19 people in the room. And she said, yes, you're probably right. And there was a lot more people out in the hallway waiting. She wow. said, when they call code blue, everyone comes.
0: Wow. Wow. And uh, what was it like? What did it felt like when
1: you were out of your body? Total peace. Total um, peace. Somebody, I, I don't know if it was one of my kids, um, but somebody asked me, you know, was it scary? You know, did you did you fear? anything? there was there was no fear. It was total calmness. Um, it it was just peace. Honestly, peace is the very best word I can use to describe it. I didn't. I don't remember thinking, oh no, I'm right there in the bed and I'm not there you know um nothing like that it was just peace Mm -hmm. i i felt this is just the way it is and i'm this is fine
0: and you didn't see anybody else in the room Mm -hmm. or anybody or beside you beside you or anything like that.
1: Mm no no i didn't i didn't see anyone and i and i questioned the next day when I, i kept thinking back why why didn't i see my husband um, the only thought that came to my mind was I had already told him I can't go with him. Oh. So if I would have seen him, I miss my husband.
0: I'm, sure I'm you sorry. Do. I'm sure you do.
1: I miss my husband terribly. We were married for over 40 years. Mm-hmm. We met two weeks before our senior year, and we got married two years after. Our senior year. Mm -hmm. So we were together from the time I was 17 and he was 18. And uh, this him being gone, just since February and leaving us the way that he did, I didn't get to talk to him. And my feelings have been, I want to go where you are. I want to be with you. Mm -hmm. But I've got three kids here. And they're, and they're spouses. And I've got nine grandkids here. I have nine sisters and brothers. And my husband has nine sisters and brothers. I can't leave them yet.
0: Maybe because it's not your time yet. And right. uh, he might have been there just because he was concerned what was happening to you. But uh, when you said, I'm not ready to go yet, then, you know, he probably backed off. And, That's um, what I'm thinking. Give you your wish, and he, he was probably told too. It's—it's it's not quite ready yet. It's not time. Yes, I—I
1: think I just feel that if I would have seen him, I'd have ran to his arms. Yeah, so I would have.
0: When you were out of your body, did you did you feel that you were young? You know what I mean. Were you the same? There, did it you was seem... like
1: no age. No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't young. It was like no age um i mean i i'm 59 years old now Mm -hmm. and i mean maybe if i had some more time there and i thought about it maybe i could come up with an age but at this point with everything that took place and the the quickness of it Mm -hmm. i felt no no age at all there was there absolutely no pain no fear nothing just peace mm-hmm. did you you did you see
0: anything like your hands what you were wearing or anything
1: no because um, i was just i was looking straight down it wasn't it wasn't like i was a body form mm-hmm. that was there um i don't i don't know how to describe it mm-hmm. but um,
0: when, when you felt your husband you felt more of a body Automation. yes
1: yeah yes i did i felt like he was standing at my feet on the left hand side now for me talking to god on the right side i did not sense a body mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. sensed maybe i think the only way i can describe it is a oneness mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. you know what i mean I. it's hard to describe maybe he's a guardian angel Maybe.
0: Yep. Someone who watches over you from...
1: Yeah, I'm sure I have several. <laughs> <laughs> because there's been some things happen in my life that should have taken me out long before this. Really? And I'm I'm still here.
0: And, uh, I, and I'm sure it was hard for losing your husband this year, too. So this yes. is all happened in one year. And not even yes. six months apart. This is well, very, very soon.
1: Uh, yeah, on the third of June, it will be four months. Um, after I, you know, I was in ICU, and the had come in to me. They had been doing uh, breathing tests on me, and I wasn't doing very well with them because when I have a bad reaction, my muscles stop working, so it's very hard to breathe. Um, I have to breathe very shallow, and they had started breathing tests on me, and I wasn't doing very well on them mm-hmm. but it was about an hour after i got into the icu that the lady came in for me to breathe do a breathing test well i completely flunked it i mean i i couldn't part i could barely breathe the air out and the other part i i couldn't even make it register and so doctor the doctor uh, that took my case over he came back and he said he said well you are doing better and you know, we're real glad we're not going to intubate you or anything like that, but your breathing is still so shallow. We have to keep a close eye on that. He said, the thing is right now we're in a gray area. If we stay in that gray area or we go to, you know, the next step, which I don't remember what he said that was, he said, we're going to have to put you on a ventilator. Ooh. And I, I said, no, you can't put me on a ventilator. My husband was on a ventilator for two weeks and we knew he wasn't coming off of it. My kids can't see that know again that I'm on a ventilator.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, hold, I said, we, hold your thoughts, Pamela, hold your thought. We're going to go into a commercial break Please. and we'll be okay. right back in about just in two minutes. OK, OK, hold on there.
1: Hi my name is Drusilla. I am the founder and owner of Drusilla's Closet. I've created a unique system to organize your pantry and kitchen. The system also works great in various parts of your home and garage. Also in my closet I have unique furniture, art, and decor. You can find us on Facebook Drusilla's Closet or call at 435-224-9266. Hey, this is Sabrina, the owner of MathBeast eq I believe mathematics is the most important subject students should learn, but sometimes traditional schooling isn't enough. I have a classroom space in Bluffdale, Utah, or we can use Google Meet or Skype. Call me at 385-515-8600. Let's help your student become a beast at math so they can be a beast at life.
2: I'm Esther, co-founder of Head & Home Horse Rescue and Equine Therapy. We have a program called The Cavalry Club, where if you join, some of the benefits are you'll get to ride horses at a fraction of the cost. You'll also get awesome discounts on riding lessons and more. Cavalry Club membership is $75 per month per person. With the membership, you get a 1 hour 30 minute riding session every week unlimited supervised visits to the facility, discounted membership for family members who ride at the same time, discounted riding lessons, discounts for birthday parties or other events, and discounted tickets to Head & Home events. Come check us out on our website, headandhome.org, where you can see photos of our horses. Come visit us to see them at live. You can reach us at 801 801- Two five four
0: sixteen eighty seven. Thank you so much for staying with us, and we are talking to Pamela, and she's um, letting us know about her near death experience. Pamela, so we were talking about the experience that you had with your 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 husband, yeah. and uh, and you didn't want to be on a on a machine to uh the same thing the one that with your husband right yeah yes and you didn't want to see your children to see that and i don't blame you i don't blame you at all because everything's still fresh and i'm sure they were probably shocked in what was happening to their mother Um, yes so um so you didn't see anybody when you were out of your body experience you did not see anybody next to you but i think maybe you were an awe with what was going on with your body
1: and people Uh, I think I was
0: and uh and everybody around you and in the people out in the hallway you saw the people out in the hallway
1: you literally no no I didn't I I stayed right in the room I was just um I can't say exactly above my bed it was more like um above the foot of my bed Uh and it wasn't like a a standing position that i was in it was more of a floating um position Mm
0: -hmm. and you were looking down at it what did, did you feel besides feeling peace and stuff but you didn't feel anything else is that correct no
1: no it was it was just total peace there was no fear um there was no anxiety there was no question Mm-hmm. it it was just peace this is this is what is happening and okay
0: and yeah and uh, you understood what was going on did you have a I sense did. of that hmm. I did and and you saw the lady with the red hair talking to mm-hmm. your sister and another gentleman
1: yes I know the gentleman had uh, dark brown hair mm-hmm. and um, he was standing to my left between me and my sister uh, my sister did tell me that she tried, and um, she had uh, the the nurse had asked her, "Are you okay?" And she said, "If you don't ask me if I'm okay, I will be okay." And uh, she said that she looked over, and she said she knew I was gone. She said it was she knew it was only seconds, but she knew I was gone.
0: Mm-hmm. And. Uh... Tell me about your children and everybody who was there at the hospital besides your sister was any of the children
1: at at that time um just my sister um i uh i have one son that was that was still working he works at the college that's close to us and he was at work in a meeting and our my daughter um she had her kids and she couldn't leave and come to the hospital but it was just like, um, late morning. Uh, mm-hmm. my sister just fixed me something to eat and had brought it over to me. And so it really wasn't a time of the day when I would expect mm-hmm. them to be there. I'm just, I just thank God that my sister was there because I, I worried that if I would have had to hit the nurse call, um, there was some times when I hit the nurse call accidentally and I'd have to say, I'm sorry. I hit it by accident. And they may have thought, you know, because I couldn't speak. Mm-hmm. They may have thought that I had just hit it on accident and may take their time to get down there to me. Mm-hmm. So I just thank God that she was there. And uh, she was there both times that those, this happened to me.
0: How did your sister react when he told her what happened to you?
1: Not surprised. She told me that she knew I was gone. She said, you weren't gone very long, but I know you were gone.
0: Wow, Sisters know everything with each other, don't they? (laughs) And uh, what about your children when you talk to them?
1: Oh, when I talk to the oldest one, um, he's been through ministry school. So he he wants to believe me, but I don't know how much of it he believes me, you know, Um, because um, he's more of if it's in the Bible, you know, it. exact truth um you know and the bible doesn't say that the bible Bible doesn't say this you know um so he he understands because there's been other things in in our life that i've told him and he's like oh mom but then it's within the last few years he just listens Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: i don't get a whole lot of response from him Mm -hmm. now my second son uh, he tells me he was, He's an atheist, mm-hmm. and he's more like okay, mom. Uh, but my daughter, she is believing more and more the way that I do. And she thought it was extremely scary, fascinating, amazing. But she was scared to death. That she knew she almost lost her mom that day.
0: Oh, yeah, I think because the freshness of their father are gone. They, you yes. know. Th- they might have been in shock Yeah. You yes. know? and yeah. i think that um, this is my perspective looking in the you know looking at everything i think in time you still need to talk to them and explain a little bit more about the experience that you went through and, because and i will because i, I think I, that yeah. you know they just lost their dad and that's touching too mm-hmm. it takes mm-hmm. time you know to get over a parent i lost my father and I, I, it's a different feeling, you know, and you know that too. What it's like to lose your yes. parents so different, yeah. and they're still going through that. And then if I seen that happen to my mother, I'd be in shock. Like this this can't be happening. Yes. this, this yes. can't be happening? I can't lose them both in one year. So, but I'm yeah. glad you're still with us, and I'm glad. Just Thank be you. careful on the food that you eat. Uh,
1: yes, I'm. I've had to restrict my diet even more than what I did before. Um, mm-hmm. my short, my list is very short of things that I can eat. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, um, what I was going to tell you, too, is that, you know, when your husband, before, before he passed away, did it happen quickly with the, the ammonia, um, the COVID? No,
1: no. Um, it was uh, January, January 12th is when he had to call into work because he was showing signs. Of COVID, and he was tested and got a positive result. And that was on a Tuesday, and um, then uh, I showed, I woke up with symptoms that Thursday. Um, so I, you know, of course I was in quarantine too. Um, but that Sunday morning, around 3 a.m., um, my husband told me, "You've have got to call an ambulance. There's something wrong." We thought he had another blockage like he had in November. Mm-hmm. And uh, so our, I called our son and he came and got him and took him. And it was then uh, from them doing blood work that we found out that uh, leukemia was a question. Mm-hmm. So they sent him to Evansville, uh, Indiana. Mm-hmm. and uh, we they confirmed through a bone marrow uh, biopsy that he did have leukemia AML. Mm-hmm. Um, by that Tuesday, so just a few days later, by that Tuesday evening, our, my husband was put on the ventilator and uh, he never came off of it. He uh, passed away then, February 3rd. I was I was with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to sit beside him and hold his hand. And mm-hmm. and I know that he was with me and he knew that I was with him because I would you know, get up to his face and I would kiss his face and tell him I love him. And I know that he teared up twice. In the time that I was there, so he knew I was there. Mm-hmm.
0: And when when you were having your experience in the hospital, you said you felt him at the end of the bed on the left hand mm-hmm. side. How did you know it was him?
1: I just the love. I felt his love. Wow.
0: Oh. And uh, no smell, no nothing, just his presence know. and the love that he. You, know. you just know. You just had it. Right. Just knew. Yeah, knew.
1: just the same as if I was standing in the kitchen at the stove and he walked into the kitchen behind me without me turning around. I knew he was there.
0: Hmm. It's just, you just know. It comes with a package, what, 40 years, did you say? How
1: long? 40 you... years. Whoa. Yeah, 40, 40 years we were married. Yeah. We were going to have a, a very big 40th anniversary party and COVID stopped all of that. Uh, with both of us are from very large families Mm -hmm. um we there's both 10 kids Mm -hmm. um we're both the ninth child both born in may i have six uh six sisters and three brothers Mm -hmm. and my husband has six brothers and three sisters Mm -hmm. so just the opposite um
0: and another experience when you said you were out of your body how did you know that you were floating
1: um I think it was because I could see every bit of the room um it's not like I saw the people over by the door from a direction you know how you uh, you know, you have a focal point you know right. so you know you're sitting in one place mm-hmm. and I didn't I I it's like I was high enough that I could just see the entire room the entire room was my focal point but it also when I looked down it my body was directly in front of me on the bed. Mm-hmm. I, again, it's very hard to describe
0: wow, wow. and uh, and when you were looking at your body, you recognized it?
1: Oh yes, I knew it was me. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I, it, I noticed that I was laying there crooked in the bed
0: mm-hmm. And you noticed that it um. You're laying crooked. Why were you laying crooked? Did, would they straighten you up or
1: anything? I, I don't, I don't know. Um, uh, maybe uh, the only thing I can think of is at one point when I was trying to write very quickly to them, mm-hmm. you know, what it was and, you know, that talking cause the doctor was asking me questions and I couldn't talk to him. And I told them, uh, talking or coughing makes it worse. And then, it was like boom i was laying down in the bed so either i fell back Mm -hmm. Uh, that's the only thing i can think of that i did because just and see my bed was in a raised up position when i was eating Mm -hmm. my lunch and it was like immediately maybe they put the bed down i i just don't know i don't know if i fell back if i passed out i don't know
0: Interesting. And where was your sister sitting? Was she sitting on the one, the left side or the right side of you? She
1: was, she was sitting on my right side to, over by the window. There was a chair in there and mm-hmm. she was in, like back in that corner
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, over to the right side of me.
0: Mm-hmm. And she was the only family member there. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And uh, are you very close to the sister?
1: Very. She's my younger sister. Mm-hmm. She's... She's the tenth child. I'm the ninth. Wow,
0: and uh, and you didn't feel your parents. You only felt your
1: husband. I only felt my husband.
0: And uh, did he say anything to you?
1: Mm-mm. Uh, no, I I felt love from him, and and I think concern. Um. Maybe because he,
0: I maybe he knew this shouldn't be happening yet <laughs>
1: or yeah, not yeah. your time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, maybe,
1: maybe he was there just to comfort me. You know, I, I'm here, but you're going to be okay.
0: Yeah. 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 I can't believe this happened. Not This is not yes. even two weeks. Yeah. And it was May 19th, 2021. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, And then the loser spouse was in
1: February, February 3rd of 2021. I can, I can also remember his, his presence very strongly when, when they first got me up to the ICU, um, a man came in and he had like a, 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 device in his hand. I don't know what it was. Uh, but I knew it was one of those that, you know, it runs on batteries and uh, he said, I just changed these batteries and they're, it's dead. I've got to go put new batteries in it. And within just a couple of minutes, uh, a woman come in on my right side and um, she said, I just used it. It was a the thermometer thing you put in your ear. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, she said, I just used this in the last room and it was 100% and now it's down to 3%. I so bad, I couldn't really, Talk yet, but I so bad wanted to tell that man. My husband is standing right there next to you. Oh, and I I just felt him. He was just there. Wow, that's that's so
0: extraordinary to be able to feel yeah. somebody that strong and and knowing that you know exactly who that person was. Yeah, that's. I my sister
1: was, my sister was you know in ICU back. On the left side of me at this time, and when the woman said something about the batteries, um, I was able to speak a tiny bit low. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, "I said, Katie, did you hear that?" And she said, "Yes, he's here." Oh, and I knew we we both knew exactly my husband was there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow, well, I'm glad that you're okay, and I'm glad that you're with Thank us, you. and I'm glad that. Uh, I mean, from everything that happened, what do you think? What do you think about this experience that you just went through? At the, you know, for I closing, think, what would you tell uh, the audience, everyone's listening in? You know, I have quite a I, few people listening uh, in to you. So tell, you know, close and something that you want to say to everybody about what happened to you.
1: This life is precious. know when my first when my husband first passed away i even told my kids how can i be here how can i do this without him i want to be where he's at i want to be where he's at i want to go to him but yet i didn't want to do anything to myself for me to go to him Mm -hmm. you know why why can't god just put me there you know but i i also don't want to leave my kids and i told them I am not leaving you, because they told me, Mom, we can't lose you, too. Mm -hmm. And I said, I am not going to leave you. I will be here until this body gives up on me, Mm because that's what happened with your dad. His body gave up on him.
0: But I think it's the cova. You know what I mean? Nobody knows what it's really like until you go through it. And it is the breathing. You know, he's fighting for his life. And, you know,
1: And he was uh, still he was still fighting, even the very end, he was still fighting. Good for him. But I, I think with the experience that I went through, it, it showed me I'm the one that made that choice to tell him, Roger, I can't go with you. Mm-hmm. I was the one that asked God, God, keep me here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I consciously said that I want to stay and i feel that in my heart where before it was almost like i was on the fence Mm -hmm. you know my our family is very very close i mean their mom and dad is everything to them you know Mm -hmm. um we do everything together still we're very close that's good so yes um so for somehow both of their parents to be taken out of their lives my oldest is 40 our second son is 38 our daughter is 34. Mm -hmm. they're too young to be losing especially both of their parents in one year Mm that their 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 dad's death devastated them Mm -hmm. i can't even imagine how they would be for me to lead them to
0: pamela i think this experience happened so that you feel the presence of your husband, which is a blessing. Look at it as a mm-hmm. blessing, instead of like, oh no. and you had the opportunity to choose to stay or to go, and you choose mm-hmm. to stay. And yes. that I just think it is a blessing because I do too. Nobody gets I a second too. chance.
1: Nobody. Well, something, gets... something that me and my sister had talked about, which seemed so coincidental. My my sister stayed with me for about a week after my husband passed um, just so I would have somebody here at the house. You know, I was living Mm -hmm. in him at that time and um, she had been trying and trying and trying to get back here so she could stay another week here and visit. She lives about eight hours away in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. And she called me that Monday morning and she said, guess where I'm at? And I said, I have no idea. She said, I'm about 10 minutes from my home and I'm on my way to you.
0: Aww.
1: If she would not have been with me both times, I would be dead. I have no doubt, no doubt in my mind, I would be dead because I couldn't speak to anybody to tell them I need help.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanna to say to you that I'm glad you're still with us. And I think it's a blessing and Energy. you had a choice to go or to stay but i think you were struggling because well it's so fresh you know you just lost your husband four months ago due to COVID, and now you know and then this happened to you through allergies and food and choking and you know couldn't breathe mm-hmm. and, uh, and then you had this outer body experience near your bed you know, you're out looking at everything and it's amazing how you saw 19 people in your room it's amazing and i thought dang how'd she you know and then to see your sister and the two people's talking to your sister and did that uh i was gonna ask you did the nurse when you said that to her was she surprised or anything that you
1: she you know what i mean she didn't seem surprised she just said yes i was the woman talking to your sister
0: and so witnesses I and mean, then that shocked your sister like uh how do you know
1: that mm, no because my sister believes in it too
0: hmm.
1: my sister believes the way that i do
0: wonderful well this is an extraordinary experience and also i've a blessing a blessing yes. in disguise and be able to have the presence of your husband there and be able to witness that and uh Oh, when you got out of the body, you could breathe. You were okay, right?
1: I was, yes. And uh, then yes, when you went back, perfectly
0: fine. yeah, and then when you went back in, it was you felt all the pain yeah. and the, struggling uh, again. Yeah, struggling to catch I, breath.
1: I can, I can remember as soon as I went back in, um, it was like my chest muscles would not move. And you know how you can take a deep breath in and expand your stomach, right. you know, right, sorta and that's what i was doing but it was very very quickly um uh i I can't even describe to you how fast i was trying to breathe and nothing there at this point they had given me um epinephrine and it did uh let me breathe a little bit but just very little
0: Mm -hmm. well your story is extraordinary and our time is up here but i just want to say thank you so very much very for welcome. your amazing experience and for what you went through. And but, like I said again, it was a blessing. Yes, you had a blessing. You had a choice: you could go yeah. or you could stay. And you, I'm glad that you stayed. And